Fuck, I already messed it up. Wow, like, it, you actually sound like you have a podcast voice. I don't know if I should fight you or thank you. I'm really happy. I'm also um, drunk. Did you, uh, did do, you do, 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 Did you like that they gave the, um, the, the, they used the music again? They, they, they uh, like, obviously they changed the credit sequence, I, but like. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Did you like it for like the continuity or just like it was such a banger of a track you wanted to make sure it was on there? Or? I mean, it's my banging track. Welcome to Little Lit. God damn it. I don't want to have to start the episode this early, but I, I had to cut that off and I had to nip Game that in brands. the bud. <laughs> Game of Shands. Uh, fire and Blood. All right, fine. Uh, this, this, this is the podcast where we talk about whatever we want to talk about. My name is Andrew Kalima. Uh, my name is Andrew Kalima. Question. Why do you say Blood? Fire and Blood. Oh, it's the okay. name of the book and I, also the House yeah. Targaryen words. I thought you were. I thought it was. I thought you were referring to like a sex thing, because we were just talking about sex, and I was like, I don't understand. <laughs> and I thought it was very pertinent to like me and Sean, and I was like, I truly don't understand. <laughs> you still have to make sure that you cleared up all the blood allegations very early on. <laughs> I was like, I want to make something very clear. I don't know where he's getting his information from, but it's not from me. Also, technically, you have to drink for doing the Game of Thrones theme because no, you're the first one to do it this episode. No, we're talking about it. You did it first. I'm sorry. What do you want? This is the rules of this podcast. You know I will those drink I do. my blood. And today, <laughs> we're talking about uh, we're talking about House of the Dragon because House of the Dragon ended recently, and we are uh, self-proclaimed big uh, Song of Ice and Fire fans on this mm. podcast, and we constantly reference Good it, hence one. the drinking game for it and everything like that. Or drinking penalty, I guess I should, mm-hmm. should say. Um, and so, yeah, this episode is, is going to be about House of the Dragons first season and what we think about it, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, we will talk about everything. So, if there, if, if you are, if you don't want any spoilers for up through the tenth episode, the finale of this mm-hmm. season, then don't listen to this. Um, if you are cool with that, then feel free to yell at us about the things that we get wrong or that you disagree with us on. Because hey, interaction is interaction. Or... I love it. Do you see? I have my, my my dragon artwork behind me. I do see that. I have two dragons making love. <laughs> making love, all right. <laughs> They're not. They are kissing, making... though. I think. <laughs> making fire and blood, am I right? Making... Gross. I don't like the blood. <laughs> I don't like the blood aspect. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Blood. The Targaryen. The Targaryens are super weird. What do you blood. want? Blood. <laughs> Charlie bit my finger. That's the where you. That's the first blood thing you go to. Yeah, where do you go? I don't even have anything funny. I can't, I can't even think where, <laughs> go, where it does go to. I was going to say the Targaryens, but that's how we started here in the first place. No, oh, it's fucking lame. What is mm-hmm. this? Oh, is this an episode about fucking Game fucking of Thrones? Amateur Hot hour. D? Okay. Hot D. Um, oh, I, I'll also give the um, the. Uh, I don't know if it's a clarification or whatnot, but um, I listen to a lot of um, Alt Shift X, who's a YouTuber that I mentioned on this podcast before, um, who does great, great, great uh, Song of Ice and Fire and uh, Game of Thrones TV show stuff. He has done a live stream video after, or live stream uh, audio after every 
uh, episode, and he also does the like a full like scripted episode uh, for e- or full scripted video for each episode of of Hot D. Mm. And so, if you are interested in having a little more in depth uh, commentary, analysis, etc., uh, for my money, the best person out there doing it. Um, there's a lot of stuff that I have come to on my own, and that he happens to. Uh, if not fully mirror, then at least uh, be on the same page with. And there's some stuff that I've cribbed a little bit from him, and it's impossible to kind of like dive, divest those two things. So I'll try to be honest about when it's my own intellectual property and his, but um, the, like definitely you, a resource worth love, checking out if you, you really love just... this man. Yes, amazing. Like the best, like, like, very, you very sincerely, him. like the, like the, like the best uh, uh, a podcaster about this type of, about this material, but also just in general a very like well thought out like you know english lit brain type person so yeah um so you think big, he's the big best fan. english lit brain that you know hey danny yeah i do no <laughs> you are uninvited to my red wedding <laughs> is there gonna be fire and bl- no 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 <laughs> <laughs> Having a wedding, having your wedding theme be the red wedding is a pretty ballsy theme because I would, I would be so. It, it's the same reason I refuse to go to any murder mystery parties. Like, haha, it's a dinner party where you solve a mystery. That is the perfect cover for someone to murder me. And I Are you fucking to be a part serious right now? That's why you don't go to murder mystery. You just haven't been invited to one, Andy. You don't have to make up an excuse. I absolutely have, and it's like a, it's like it's like a seventy percent of the reason why. why, why Are you I serious? Yes. Who okay? No, so then do you this, not this is, do you do you not trust the friends who are inviting you? Or no, because it could not... be anyone. Because it, 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 it could be anyone. <laughs> it, could, it, could, it, could, it could be hired actors. It could be you know if you're in a if you're in a panic room or something like that. There's staff well, involved and but everything. Normally, normally you're doing it with like people who are invited to the party, so friends and stuff. Oh yeah, because uh, all, all every guest list is perfectly combed over, and there's never any problems at a murder mystery party. What if yeah. what if we did a murder mystery party at Prescott? What if we did one of our fire and ice parties as a murder mystery party at Prescott? Three drunk girls. <laughs> every time you mur- murder, every time you murder someone, you have to take a shot of fireball. Yeah, yeah. that sounds like a great idea. If you find an ice, you die. Yeah, and, and, and we should we should clarify, Danny. Uh, was this was this an original idea? I, I mean, yeah. no offense either way, but um, it I was, mean, I uh, think so. It, I didn't I fair. didn't get it from someone else, it, but it I'm might, sure other people do it. Exactly, it might exist elsewhere. But Danny host, would host these parties where she where, they, where she and her roommates would hide um, fireball and smeared off ices around the place, and it was a fire and ice party. So yeah, and we would typically do it around when <clears throat> the newest season of Game of Thrones was coming out. Yes, and. Uh, the um, playlist that we had had to have the word fire or ice in every yeah, single song. That's pretty good, yeah. Um, if anyone wants those playlists... <laughs> <laughs> Hit us up, yes, exactly. They do exist. Um, those I are be- fun parties. I believe that we would be talking about uh, at pod underscore lit on uh, Twitter <laughs> or littlelitpod at gmail.com if you want to get those requests in. But, yeah, uh, I'll make them also- public. And one last time before we uh, start this up, uh, shout out to uh, my and our good friend Angela because uh, at the beginning of every episode mm-hmm. or every season of um, um, uh, Game of Thrones, we would do marathons. Uh, started with the two of us and then evolved into like a larger group of people that would do it before like, a full marathon of the previous season, leading into the premiere of the new season, which is always a really a, a great time, even even as the show was falling 
incredibly far <laughs> far off of a cliff. But, oh, yeah. like hard, like hardcore yes. driving off kind a cliff. Of, kind of made it all. Did fun. you but, think that this dro- drove off a cliff? I unfortunately think this didn't get high up enough a cliff to fall off of it. Oh, I think, okay. I think that this show was good. I didn't think it was amazing. I didn't think it was bad. I I, I think when I, when I said before, it's like a, a like C plus B minus uh, type thing um, oh, wow. for me. Okay. Um, approaching B B plus at some of its better moments, but really are not... C's okay grades for you? Yeah, C C plus is a pass. C C plus is a passing grade. Oh, well, sure. C's are not okay for me. Like C, if you get a C, you have an F basically. Oh, so you, so 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 you, so you had parents that cared about education, huh? <laughs> Honestly, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, yes. Personal standards instead? Yes, in a way. I, yeah, I think it was just because I was so fucking high strung. <laughs> Fair. That I wasn't, I, I, I wasn't used to not getting at least I'll, like a B plus. I'll say this. I had, I had um, um, a, a professor in, uh, in college that was a very, very good professor, like a, a good teacher of information and everything like that. But um, his tests were fucking difficult because there was a lot of minutia and a lot of multiple choice. And it was very easy to just like lose points on things that like, even if you knew the material very well, mm. you would, you could still, you know, get high seventies or something like that. You know, great. You're passing, but like they were tough, they were tough ass uh, tests. And so I would never be like super happy to get a C plus, but C plus is, is, is very, is very much in my mind, like, you know, it works. It got the job done. And I, I, I think that there are parts of the show that get the job done. And there's parts of it that really kind of um, exceed uh, expectations. And for me, the main thing that exceeded expectations was the acting on the show. The yeah. acting is phenomenal yeah. pretty much uh, like, all the way through. Uh, special shout out to Patty Considine as uh, as Viserys. Mm-hmm. But um, there's lots of other uh, people that were very, very good in their roles. Um, and my... My personal, a couple of times during during this episode, I'm probably going to talk about um, some of the character uh, uh, deliveries and whatnot get kind of washed out and seem kind of similar, which is unfortunate, but I don't think it's an acting problem. I think it's just kind of a scripting problem. Mm -hmm. Um, But the main ones that stand out for me are um, Viserys, um, Alicent, uh, Rhaenyra, uh, Rhaenys, and I'm blanking on the fifth one that I always think of when I when I, when I make these comments, uh, but I'll come back to it. But the point is that there are some like central characters that are very very well done mm-hmm. um, and very well fleshed out, both in writing and in, especially in acting. Yeah. And I think, unfortunately, for my, in my opinion, that some of the secondary cast gets a little too muddled and a little too same same, and that's one of my problems with it. Um, I don't know if you I don't know how you feel, but go right ahead. I I agree. I think that there <clears throat> were they took a lot of care of the characters that they wanted to highlight and yes. that what we were used to with game of thrones at least like the first few seasons mm-hmm. is that even side characters held the same amount of weight even if they were only on screen for three minutes sure but they still held the amount of weight as all of the main characters did whether or not that mm-hmm. be the I was going to say lyrics, not lyrics, <laughs> whether or not that be like what they were saying or the scenes that they were involved in or mm-hmm. alluding to how um, involved they were with behind the scenes kinds of things. And I, and mm-hmm. I, I do think that that's something that this show missed is really highlighting 
that there were things happening besides just the two people who were on screen. Yes. Yes, I agree. And that's something that I think could have been accomplished really well with the guy with the foot. with the... <laughs> Lara Strong, yeah. Yes, which I think could have been done. With... He was going to be the Varus character. Yeah, Varus Littlefinger combo kind of. Yes, yeah. but he wasn't and i think that that would have been the character that was able to let you let the viewers know that things were happening behind the scenes in a in a more like um controlled way yeah i think that i i i kind of i think that the um a lot of the background characters and i'm sorry the fifth the fifth fifth character uh, and actor i forgot crazily was uh damon and matt smith like oh um, yes a, 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 a probably uh, i think him and patty constant were the, the two obvious standouts for me as far as the acting which is not to shade some of the other actors i want to be very clear the acting is pretty much top to bottom fantastic on it the is. show um so that's no shade to anyone else whatsoever. Um, but I feel that a lot of the other characters suffered from a general um, like graying. Um, and mm. what I mean by that is a couple of things. Um, one is that morally, uh, the 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 producer, uh, the showrunner, a lot of people have said essentially that like they want it to be kind of a, a a real question about who's right and who's wrong. Like who, what side do you take, and have good rationale for 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 anyone that that, that is involved. And I appreciate that. I think it's a good idea in general to take um but the problem with the execution is that they made a lot of characters just kind of washed out in gray without any defining characteristics like you can have good characters you can have evil characters you can also have like flawed good characters and 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 and, and, you can also uh, have evil characters that you root for exactly Uh, that's what i was gonna get to as well like there are there are ways to have characters that um are morally ambiguous that you still root for or characters that are not morally ambiguous but are not um lauded or vilified by the results of the show like for yeah. example the starks were obviously the the, the main the, the main good guys in, in game of thrones but like spoiler alert she doesn't go right for them she no. goes pretty wrong for them as a matter of fact and so and so like you, you, just because they are good does not mean they have plot armor it doesn't no. mean that they, they are they are free of harm and what this show and says ends up doing is that you get a lot of characters that are just like not fun to root for um even if they're kind of interesting even if like they make sense they they aren't like that that was you can really get behind that was one of my biggest issues and this is like a fucking spoiler Oh um, yeah, hey, we're gonna talk about everything. All spoilers, yeah. but like, please be aware, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And was, including, including for Game of Thrones, I want to be very clear yeah. there as well. So yes, go ahead. This was like a, a big thing for me of like I didn't care about Lucera's or whatever his fucking name mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. because one he hadn't like the kids really hadn't been in the picture or at yeah. least I and I thought that they were going to be in the picture a little bit more when we saw the whole pig scene yeah, and the yeah. other dragon scenes, um, but they weren't in the picture and. I didn't get a good enough relationship between Rhaenyra and yes. Lucer, whatever his Lucerus, Lucerus and Lucerus, yeah. Okay, Lucerus between them to like super give a shit, and yeah. I also call like you call it like he walks he walks into the Baratheons and fucking Vagar with his <laughs> with his like <laughs> fucking chicken neck. 
<laughs> with his, with his, his exterior u- exterior uvula, yeah. Yeah, his turkey neck is just yeah. there. His so gobbler. You, you know what's gonna happen. Yeah, that's that's what. That's what gobble, 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 gobble. <laughs> Imagine that's the sound he makes. <laughs> she he makes goes, sorry. She goes to roar. It's like. Uh, not the turkey thing, but that's what that's what uh, Brooke said. That's what my girlfriend said as well. When 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 um when he walked into that, and part of it was like a little heavy-handed writing in the scene where where uh, Rhaenerys is handing them their their letters and giving them their instructions, where where she's like, "It's a short flight to King's Landing. You're gonna be or to to, to Storm's oh, yeah. Landing. You're gonna you're gonna of, you're gonna be fine." Telling and not showing. Uh, that's that's my biggest problem with the show, and I know yeah. I've mentioned it before, but um, it's it's not subtle enough. Is the big no. thing. Um, it's it, it's. It doesn't need to be like you're guessing at every single thing that happens, but you can do a lot better than boldly state. Like, like for like for example, um, there was um, in the tenth episode in the finale, and we're gonna talk about a lot a lot about the finale because it just happened. Although we are of course gonna talk about the rest of the show, but um, the finale there was the scene where um, Renera is trying to be um, restrained in her response to the greens uh, crowning Aegon. She's mm-hmm. trying to, uh, to not like go out and start a war. And I have problems with the, how, how some of that scenes handled, et cetera, et cetera. But um, after that scene, then Rhaenys and Corlys Valerion have this conversation where they basically just give expositional dialogue where Rhaenys yeah. is like, she's the only thing keeping this, the, 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 the seven kingdoms together. And it's like, yeah, dude, I just watched yeah, that scene. Watched like, I, I, I understand the sub. I understand the subtext. I, yeah. I, I get what's going on here. Like, you, like, you don't need to do this. You don't need to show. You don't need to tell so goddamn loudly about what's happening. Like, you can, you can just have some things happen and let me take this in and process it as I should, as I at my own pace. And that happens throughout the show, which is really, really unfortunate in my mind because, like, there's the the subtlety is what's missing because you have to the problem is that you have to trust the writers to do a lot of the, like the fan theory and uh expos- and the thoughts about like what might happen or what won't happen and, yeah. and whatnot and if you don't trust the writing then you can't do that shit because you don't know what's going and this has happened in season seven and eight in game of thrones i mean and i would argue six and parts of five but like regardless seven and eight especially you you couldn't make fan theory for shit because you had no idea. And I'm not saying that, that fan theory should be the, the the point of all of this. I'm just saying it's hard to like analyze the writing when the when, when there's two answers. One, there's some really smart things happening, or two, the writing's bad and they're not accounting for stuff. And that's why it's and that's, and that's why you're not able to make these theories. One of my issues <clears throat> with the series as well, and it's, it kind of goes in line with that of um, it would there would it would be a lot of show not a lot of or be a lot of tell not a lot of yeah. show but then there would be this these really small easter eggs yeah that, yeah that would then be like wait so am i supposed to be reading into fucking everything exactly or am i am i supposed to allow the writers to just tell me what's happening mm-hmm. because that has been what's going on and i feel like especially in the finale there were a shit ton of little things where I was kind of like, wait, this obviously means something because it's being brought up. We haven't seen this since episode one. Yeah. And no one's talking about it because it didn't seem important. And the 
also, I think that the fan, I, I do wonder if there being a lot more of tell and not show is because of how outrageous the fan theories got about Game of Thrones. Yeah. And they were trying to just like nip that in the bud. And yeah, which yeah. I just learned is nip it in the bud and not nip it in the butt. <laughs> Did you really just learn that? Yeah, pretty recently. Like, like, like the last episode we recorded recently or some other time? Some other time, I think. Okay, because I, I, I had said nip it in the butt in the very last episode we recorded. That's why Wait, I was like the so last episode? You did? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. It was before that. I didn't even okay. hear you say that. Otherwise, you would have freaked out about it. I would have been like, holy shit. I just learned this myself. I just, no. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that 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 was kind of, that's been an issue for me. But I also just... Well, oh, real quick, so- oh, real quick. Sorry, what's your yeah. overall impression of the show? Like, what, what, what's, what's? I your, mean, I'm like... gonna watch season two. Sure, I understand that because I am too. We're both fa- we're both fans of this world. We're both fans yeah. of uh, uh, of this general story. But like, <sighs> what is your overall like thoughts about like the quality and the uh, oh like, quality? I, I think it's- I, 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 I said I gave it a C plus B minus. Like, where where are you with, with all? That okay, content? so I think that I have different grades for different parts. That's of fair. It. So okay, I think yeah. that um, production quality, except mm-hmm. for that one fucking beach scene where they decided to make it like pitch black. Yes, we had our complaints <laughs> about that for sure. Absolutely. It's like the Battle of the Bastards all over again. Mm. They're like, we did it for a reason. It's like, no, you fucking didn't. Or they start to talk to you about how broke you are because your TV can't handle it. And you're like, yeah. all right, buddy, okay. like, come on. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. My TV isn't that old. Uh, no, no. no uh, yeah, it's your fault. Anyway. Um, but when it comes to like overall production, costumes, mm-hmm. um, makeup is something that I super notice in this too because they finally like didn't put makeup on them, which means that they actually did like a full yeah, face yeah. of makeup, but <laughs> they didn't like put eyeshadow or eyeliner on them. Yeah. Uh, that to me gets like an A. All right, fair. And also, yeah, I, I will say how often the dragons were included and the detail. Yes, the dragons were much better. Yeah. Uh was I didn't f- and I knew that there's a lot of talk in Game of Thrones of like if you see a dragon you're not going to see ghost or like if you see a if you see yeah. a dragon you're not going to see that like because the they didn't have enough time and or resources to do that kind of production. Yeah, the CGI budget or time scale or whatever wasn't going to work. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that that type of vibe made it feel much more worldy. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think to me that gets an A. I think that's fair. I mean, by the way, real real quick, I, I do love that um, the dragons actually had their own shapes and mm-hmm. sizes and colors and personalities to yeah. a degree, sounds and everything too. Yep. Like like it was really awesome in, in the early episodes. Where everyone was freaking out about how fucking weird Damon's dragon looked. <laughs> you yes, know what his I mean? neck. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like, Dumb, oh, look at that, look at that Yeah, yeah. Um, but that was cool because like because like. I, I remember I was talking about this with people on Twitter, and it was like, 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 yeah, I get that dude kind of looks dumb right here, but isn't it cool that you actually can tell that dragon from another dragon? Yes, which which wasn't the case before, except for basic color schemes. Yeah, so, yeah. I I did really like that. I think that when it comes to actual storytelling, mm-hmm. I think I would give it a B. Okay, and I think That's it fair. just it became a little. 
they the, they drove the characters so hard into a corner that their reactions became predictable yeah, and yeah. and not predictable in a way that you were like, ooh, they're evil. They're going to do something mm-hmm, cool. Mm-hmm. It became predictable and like, yeah, I knew that Damon was going to go to fucking war. Like, I knew that, like, th- that yes. kind of stuff became very predictable. I and I think it was mostly the men that became predictable. I would agree with that, too. Uh, um, I, 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 there's, there's something that Martin always says that, like, the only thing worth writing about is the human heart in conflict with itself. Is, yeah. it, it's, it's this big, like, or I don't know if it's this big thing, but it's, it's, it's one of the things that he says that people have taken as, like, his main, the main reason he writes these characters and whatnot. At least in this story, I'm not going to say about yeah. everything else he's ever done. Um, and one of the issues there, in my opinion, was that a lot of these characters are pretty much just playing the type the entire time. Like, you know who Otto is every step of the way. And yeah. by the way, really well acted by, uh, by, um, well by, acted. by, by Risa Fons. And I'm, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, but like, um, really well acted, like really good. Um, and, and really well delivered with the dialogue that he was given and everything like that too. Um, but he was like one dimensional. Corliss, same way. Um, yeah. uh, the, Lan- the, 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 the various Lannisters the same way. I think that like, um, if anything, um, uh, the, the, the patriarch of the strong family, whose, whose first name is, is, is skinny oh, right yeah. now, uh, it was one of the more interesting characters because he was straightforward, but he was meant to be straightforward in terms of his advice was not being, um, uh, was not being given for political gain. He was actually a good advisor yeah. and everything like that. And everyone else was supposed to be all these like, devious and uh in twisted not, not twisted like um like uh, evil but twisted yeah. is in like uh made of different directions and conflicting thoughts and everything like that you, but then they just did the same thing all the time they, they didn't there was no progression or anything like that as well you know what's you know what's something that i'm now thinking about which really bugged me uh-huh. is what made it feel very like cause and effect uh-huh. is when there was something that was like oh i'll take care of that for you it happened that episode Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it wasn't i feel like in game of thrones it was a long con so it was like oh yeah i'll take care of that for you and it would be like in three or four episodes yeah all of a sudden an entire household was wiped out <laughs> yeah and yeah, yeah. there was and then there was no conversation about it you just witnessed like a decimation of like a household as opposed to in house of dragons where it was like oh do you do you want the that the, the strongs yeah. the strongs gone? Okay, I'll take care of it for you. Yeah. Fucking drop a match. Now I will say, uh, rip it and rip it, baby. Th- thank you, uh, Sly Fox. By the way, is the brewery for this one? Sly um, Fox. I, I agree with you. In the middle of that night. I was not ready for you to go that direction. That was surprising. Uh, Thank you. Unlike, See, I should be a writer. Unlike a lot of the direction, <laughs> direction for this episode, for this, for this season, yeah, um, yeah, I I agree with you. I, I I wonder how much of that was the product of having the time skips in there. Um, and this mm. is not an excuse, mind you. This is just to this is just to try to figure out if that's why the writers may have been constrained in some way. Um, yeah. But but maybe that's making excuses for them when they. Uh, not deserve it's the wrong word, but you know what I mean. Um, it's interesting knowing that this is going to be multiple seasons. Like, why they even did time skips. Like, why, at least at the rate that they did them. Yeah, I, I've been thinking about this for, for like, the last, like, well, 24 hours, My basically. My whole life. <laughs> because uh, I, I was wondering how you would structure this show without the time skips. And it's... 
uh, you would have to do a lot of, to be fair, what Game of Thrones does, where, where, where you have conversations with characters about historical events and you have to phrase them in such a way that they are not very obvious. Uh, like you're not giving exposition about the, about the thing right there. You're having a legitimate conversation that just haps, happens to touch upon those things mm-hmm. um, instead of, you know, doing the time skips and showing everything along the way. Um, I don't, <clears throat> sorry i don't know exactly the right way to, to structure it but like i'm also not a writer on this goddamn show so i no, don't yeah I, 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 I i'm i think that you could do a um from the beginning of serious tensions when Aegon is grown when uh Jaceris and luceris are grown and then like just use the conversations between the characters themselves or the side conversations between other characters and fill in the backstory about man Allison and and Renera hate, uh, hate each other what the fuck is going on yeah. here and then like i i do think that that if anything not if anything cuz that, that's a little too limiting but if if something was done particularly well on the show aside from the acting uh, the 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 main two characters and their history was, was very well yeah. done. Um, and, and and I don't know if it is worth everything else that then has to be changed because of the time skips. But I do think it was very well done. Like mm-hmm. you get a very strong understanding of Renera and Allison's relationship, how it evolved over time, how it almost got better and then didn't, and everything like that. Um, I think there is some value to getting that right but i think it does come at the expense of a little more subtlety and a little more um uh, cohesiveness of um having it all happen in one one time frame and no actor switching or anything like that i was gonna say something super smart (laughs) as always as fucking always um oh nope i can do it i can do it it was about Renera's Renera. It was about Alicent. <laughs> it was about R R R Alicent. Fuck! What was it? I okay. I liked. I wish that Alicent would have leaned a little bit heavier into her. I wish that Allison leaned a little bit heavier into her uh, badness in a way because uh, yeah, okay. she was asking for things and I didn't want her to be evil, but it was also kind of like, well, then why are you fucking saying shit? Like, I wish that she would have leaned into it just not like Cersei level, but no, but her own self-interest or something yeah, like that. Lean into it and understand what she was doing. She just acted really um, or at least her character was meant to come off as very, not necessarily innocent, but pious. Yeah, yeah. And uh, which just didn't ring true to the what she was talking about. And she knew who she was talking to. It seemed like they made it seem like she didn't realize the gravity of her position. Yes, I, I, I wouldn't disagree there. And I think that... Um... I think the best explanation I, I've heard for like her character and her motivation is that she's just so frustrated and jealous almost of of Renera and how she's able to just kind of do what she wants and like end up uh, uh, 
rumoredly fucking Damon, but actually fucking Kristen Cole, and uh, you know, like have, and then later on down the line, having bastard children, but saying they're her own, uh, yeah. they're trueborn, and everything like that. And she, and, and she's been the, the the dutiful soldier this entire time. She's been playing by the rules. She's been, even though the rules are incredibly limiting to women in this mm-hmm. era, which obviously is a huge like hammer point for this show. Um, she's. You know, she's married someone that she doesn't really feel a whole lot of affection for. Although eventually, in the end, sure, but yeah. or, or as time goes on, I should say, not in the end, not just in the end, but as time goes on, sure. But she's she's playing the role of a dutiful wife, a dutiful queen, a dutiful person in this structure, and she is just furious about Renera being able to do whatever she wants, and it manifests itself in this antagonism towards her uh, because uh, it's one of those if, you know if I can't do it, then she shouldn't be able to either. And I'm not saying I buy this; I'm just saying that's the best like. Exp- explanation i've heard for how her how she acts and what her character is do you buy that allison actually thought that he was naming aegon as king uh kind of yes um but kind of no as well because like i I, on the one hand i feel that she should know better than to take the ramblings of a dying man addled on opium essentially as like law but i think that uh she i think she i think she believes in the system i think she believes in how this world works and therefore what the king is saying is automatically very very important and and Mm -hmm. therefore she has to take that as being like not rule of law exactly but like something along those lines and i think that it i I I have a problem with that though. I really wish that um, Viserys's, you know, milk of the poppy ramblings were not the creation of his own downfall. You know I what know. I mean? Because he like for all of Viserys's problems, and he, and there were plenty of them commented on by all the characters there, and also by any one doing decent analysis of this. Like he's a weak-willed king; he wasn't like strong enough to impose his will, and also not uh, um except so except for so, his daughter, except for like putting his daughter as queen. Uh, yeah, but, but 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 as you can tell from as soon as he died, like everything went into into plan to like you know remove her from the succession line. So obviously he wasn't doing a well a good enough job to do it, no. even though he tried. Um, but what was so like if he has a quality that was good, it was that last episode that he was alive in, which was so heroic and important. Yeah. Uh, and he and not only to solidify uh, Renera's claim, but then also to try to bring the families together in that episode, and it felt very it felt it, it, it felt like it was just kind of undoing what was otherwise very good character writing to then have him be the architect of the of the downfall of this whole thing like if it had been like amond going rogue and killing someone or wounding someone viciously yeah. and making it an irreparable uh uh break between the two sides of the family or something like that that would have that would have done something more for me as far as that goes like if someone else had 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 ruined the piece that Viserys had created I would have liked that a lot more personally also Eamon is like 45 right <laughs> you see you've seen that too he looks like he looks like he could play um uh fuck um the uh, the wicked witch in productions of wicked yeah he you, also looks, you know what I mean? he looks like, older than Damon he Oh, I don't know if he looks older than Dame. I, yeah. I, I hear, I, I hear you, but like, I, I, I guess He's the fact close. that I, have, I guess the fact that I have to think about it means that it's probably a problem in the first place. Yes. I want to look up 
who like who actually plays him. Also, real quick, um, the 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 the, the final uh, version of Aegon looks like uh, Gerard Way, uh, <laughs> getting yes. ready to 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 uh, put on like a a big stage performance of the Bla- of the Black Parade, a hundred percent. He also looks like uh, my one of my friends from high school, like identical. Yeah, that's really awesome and very replicable for our audience at large. <laughs> I'm not gonna say their name because it's actually Gerard Ray. Gerard Ray. Oh, oh my God! You were ha- you were friends with him the whole time. I was. You didn't he's know. Kind of, he was kind of a fuck for a while, wasn't he? I mean, yeah, always. <laughs> High school was a terrible experience. I heard. I heard he wasn't okay. But um, yeah, oh, that I... was a lame one. That was lame. <laughs> that was bad. I didn't dad, like that. Dad jokes. Um, I feel that. Well, I ask you. Who do you think your favorite character of all of this was? Oh. Uh, core um, Valerian Corliss? Yeah, no Really? Wait Huh That's the woman The wife No, Ra- Rhaenys is the Rhaenys Rhaenys uh, Okay, okay I was gonna say Cor- I'm not saying Corliss was, ba- was bad or anything I just was surprised that he'd be the standout yeah. Rhaenys Okay, yeah Rhaenys, I think She was To me She personified What The Game of Thrones world Looked like in mm-hmm. the way that it built characters in the original Game of Thrones, because okay. she was steadfast, methodical, mm-hmm. and she also knew what needed to get done yeah. in order to better her position now and for the future without having to say it out. I mean, except for that one scene that she had with Allison. But oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. that felt like out of character for her, which I think to me was very telling of how well she had adapted into like that role. That's fair. I I, I think she would. I think I think she gets a very a very strong starring role in episode nine. Um, yes, and then and then and then in, to a lesser degree in episode ten, but also along the way as well. Like she like she's you're right that she she's someone who. If I have a problem with the show, with the show, how they do the characterization, She's like the Catelyn. I think... oh, don't don't insult her like that. What I mean, I'm doing? not I'm not saying in the way that like Catelyn like fucks off, <laughs> but I'm saying in like the fact that she is very true to yeah. what needs to be done in order to have a successful line. Yeah, and I think that she is. Um... She's consistent without being predictable, if that yes, makes sense. Yes. Like, like she, like she, she has her values that she stays true to, but she's not so like rote and obvious that you clearly know what she's going to do every step of the way. Yeah. Do you have your, do you have your opinions or your your thoughts? Probably, but do, uh, do you do you know for certain? I don't think so. At least, well, you don't know. You 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 can probably understand that her thoughts and opinions aren't going to necessarily have to do with what she says. Or like yes, 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 yes. yes. Or the it's choices a public, that it's a public she face. Yeah, and that was something that I really loved. How when she had the conversation with Rhaenyra, mm-hmm. and she was like, "I'm not gonna fuck." Like this sounds like a really des. It's either really smart or really desperate. Yeah, and Rhaenyra's like, "Does it matter?" And <laughs> yeah, she was yeah. like, "Yeah, it does. Like, yeah, it does. It does matter. Like it, and like I'm not gonna stand with you." And then you get to the throne room, yeah. and she stands with Rhaenyra. Because, yeah. like, at the end of the day, she knows <clears throat> what's best. So, like, she can say whatever, she, like, she wants or whatever. I just, I, I, to me, she felt like the most authentic Game of Thrones character. 
And again, very well acted. As yes. Far. I, oh my god, I, amazing. I, I, I don't, I don't need to keep saying this over and over again, but I do think it is at least like worth pointing out when it comes up. Uh, Eve Best is the, is the actress's name, who does a phenomenal job mm-hmm. with that character. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, Damon. Man. No. Uh, so or I think Ms. I think Harris. I think I think Damon is pretty clearly the most like he's the standout character as far as far as just, like personality that actually bleeds through. And this is one of the things that I have a problem with. I think because um, in in Game of Thrones, you had I mentioned before the the graying of all these characters and how they all kind of like blended not not blended together to be um, the same character, of course, but they but they're but they're like you're not sure who you're going to root for because there's all these flaws and they're always presented in in, in these like ambiguously uh like sh- strong ways or not um but another problem for me is that a lot of the delivery gets to be the same over time mm-hmm. like uh, uh, you know a lot of characters are doing that very serious whisper anger voice You've got Otto Ooh, doing it. You've got Corliss doing it. You've got um, some of the Lannisters doing it at times, like like Lionel Strong to a lesser degree, but still there. Like the, the, a lot of these characters have a lot of the same. Like they come from the same place. Like emotionally, they're only there for their their gain in their house. They they present themselves very similarly, and they deliver their lines very similarly, and it 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 gets kind of washed out for me. Um, and so that's why. Damon stands out so easily because he's just such a different per- he's a personality in a yeah. world full of kind of bland of ca- uh, bland characters at least as far as the personality aspect goes um with that said mm. i think it is viserys <laughs> <laughs> because because i think because i, I think like like I think Damon is given those lines that you know are going to kill regardless do you know what i mean like yeah I, like the Tyrion. I, like, Yes, exactly. You have to now. Granted, like the actors who do it well, like Matt Smith and like Peter Dinklage, they take it to another level with how good they do yes. it. But, because you can tell that there's like levels to what they're saying by the way that they deliver it. Yeah, but like, but they're but they're given those like they're given those big scene stealing yeah. like lines or moments and everything like that. Viserys, like Patty Constantine, does a great job of that character because um uh, uh martin himself in an interview which I, I i watched just today he says that um v- um patty constein's version of this of viserys is better than how he wrote him in the show because in the show he or sorry in the in the book um because yeah. in the in the novella novellas he's kind of a um it's kind of a lackluster like mm-hmm. waste of a king like you know what i mean and this one like uh constein's version gives him this kind of like tragedy to him this this, this yes. like it's very he, very um like shakespearean yeah he's he's like a decent guy trying to do right but he just doesn't have the force of personality or maybe the asshole strain of thought that that that, that, that makes things like get done i think that the way that allison described him while talking to ranera of he like you should have been queen he would have been happy being in the countryside yes yes, yes. was 100%. the perfect way to describe him and that was actually one of my like fate like i thought that was a good conversation i think that a lot of like the telling wasn't but like that like you should have been queen like we would have been happy in the countryside which is basically her saying i wouldn't have had to do this yeah the more factual a factual version of how this might have yeah like if he was in the countryside i wouldn't be here and then when renera was like or when Rainice. Rainice, sorry. Yeah. No, it's when, Ra- right. when Rainice was like, 
have you never thought about yourself sitting upon the iron throne? Yeah. Like really not for a fucking second. Yeah. Cause it's, you're, cause you're so, you're so papered into this world that yeah, you can't, you're there, asking, you're, your mind doesn't even escape it. There was something and I think, I don't know if I sent it to you or not, but mm-hmm. when they were, um, there, it was like a red carpet. I think it was either like the premiere of this like final episode or something like that. Or maybe even like the premiere of the show, Emma Darcy, who plays Princess Renera, and Olivia Cook, who plays Allison. Older versions. Older yes, versions. Older right? versions. Yeah. Older so, versions. So make sure, yep. Uh, were asked, like, describe the show in three words. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you just And it. they both said too many men. Yeah. And again, like, I do agree with that because this is a show about women, and it's still like 80% men. Yeah, I mean, like, would you would you say that uh, that that would you say that makes sense because of like the system that they're working in, or do you think that was a mistake by like either the writers or casting or whatever you want to say, or, or or the initial story by Martin to like to not include more women to to, to get it across? I think probably all of the above because uh-huh. like you can take liberties, like yeah, sure. I I think that, and I think that there were liberties that were taken with this series as well. Oh yeah, it's it, well. The thing is that, like, if if anyone doesn't know, like, the stories are very like, um, it's an overview. Like, there's yeah. not, there's not. It, it, this is not like something where you know all the details in. So the writers of the show are filling in a lot of the details. Like, for example, in the in the books, like, um, Allison and Rhaenyra don't grow up together or anything like that. There's an age difference, and they don't. Uh, there's there's no background like that. They are simply just competing players for for the throne. And the show decided to do something different with it, which I thought was smart. Yeah. Um. And you, so you're right. They could have made changes here or there to try to make this a little more uh, female oriented. And they and they do because they center it on two female characters. But you're not wrong by by strict numbers. Like yeah, yeah. it's just kind of to me, and I've said this a lot. It just gets kind of boring. When it's like, mm-hmm. oh, like, I'm not, like, I'm, like, yeah, you can get praise for having two female characters, I guess. But yeah. they're still surrounded by men. Yeah, Brooke had some similar comments about this as far as um, the, yeah, the, the nature of all of this and, 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 like, how, yeah, how much you want to give credit to uh, female characters being, uh, being the major role players in this versus how much they actually, how much agency they actually have in this system and within the storyline. It also like, it's fiction. Like the system is fake. So like, exactly. Which is, which, so like the system doesn't like, there is no fucking system. Like it's fake. So it could have been written in any way. The fact that it is modeled off of the reality that, happens today it, it didn't it didn't have to be it's all fucking yeah. fiction so and the people who are producing this and the people who are writing it and martin himself are continuing to perpetuate the like patriarchal system because that is how historically things have been written and mm-hmm. like yeah maybe it, it's okay if you're a little scared to rewrite it <laughs> there, there, there is um i think there is value in people trying to like t- like use fantasy to reflect our past uh history and then using it to like 
tell different stories about the agency of certain people within that system or how they are constrained and then showing how the system is bad. Because like, let's be very clear, this, 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 this show and Martin's writing is generally saying, this is a very bad system. This is a very bad system yeah. we shouldn't be using. However, as, as you say there, and as I've said, like past uh, episodes of, of this podcast, like the writers made this choice or the author made this choice. Yeah. And so you can't say, well, they, you know, they, you had the character had to do this because of blah, blah, blah. The writer did that. The writer, yeah. construct, the writer constructed that whole framework. So therefore, you can be critical of how every, every, everything was, was put together. And there was a, a, a while ago, there's a random tweet by someone. I, I, I have no idea who it was at this point. But what they were saying was like, um, with all of the imagination available to you in a brand new slate of this genre of fantasy and you still have racism in your stories. It's like, yeah. Oh, that's very fair because like, because like you have a brand new sandbox to play around in and the things that you choose to include or not include are telling. And I, 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 I would, I would go to bat to Martin Ford to a degree and say that like he's he's using this to to put a mirror on our past society and to talk about how fucked up it is but um that doesn't mean that you can't change things it doesn't mean you can't do things differently so that's my thing it's kind of like yeah we can look back and talk about how fucked up our society is yeah we fucking know <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah we fucking know and i'm and i'm not saying that you can't like talk like have that part of it in there or whatever it's just if you want if you're gonna create a story because you're gonna look back and say that's fucked up yeah and then you're gonna create like beyond just house of the dragons also game of thrones Mm -hmm. like if you're gonna create scenarios that are still male centric that are still white centric that are still Mm -hmm. perpetuating this how like how shitty did you think it was? Uh, ooh, I, I, I don't, don't, and I don't, I'm yeah. sorry. I don't mean that to like put him on blast or anything like that, yeah, no, I understand. But, it's, but it is like a place of fiction and I'm not well, trying, I'm also, I'm not trying to say that he's fucking racist or whatever. I, know, I understand. But it's, it, you can create a different world. I think one, I think this is, I think this falls into the general um, principle of, um, if this was one of many viewpoints that existed in pop culture, in fantasy as a genre, in TV, etc., then you could you could analyze this and be like, "Oh, wow, okay, you're telling a really interesting story here." The problem is that so many of these stories come from the exact same place, and they yeah. dominate the they dominate the landscape of fantasy as a genre, TV as a medium, everything else too. That you do run up against the the barrier of why aren't we doing, why aren't we telling more stories from different points of view or from different characters? And even if you want to say that Martin is handling it very well from, 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 from given the framework that he's put through the fact that the fact, the fact is that the framework exists in so many other of these stories yeah. means that it's very hard to not get annoyed at the repetition and the, uh, and the exclusion of characters or, that you always have female characters fighting from within a system as opposed to dominating the system from the first place or uh, people of color being um, just naturally in the story as opposed to being creating an uproar because they are included yeah. in the story and things like that. Like we've seen the, blo- we've seen the, the blowback from uh, 
fucking assholes and racists about yeah. uh, both Rings of Power and uh, House of the Dragon for mm-hmm. daring to include minority actors in this because these were white shows like are yeah, you it's, it, it is fiction my guy you it's can do whatever fake. the fuck you want with it and like like you can argue what tolkien's intent was or what martin's intent martin's allowed to tell you about it so he'll do that happily but like yeah you know you can argue about those things all you want but um because so much of this genre and these mediums are white male centric then it's very hard to get outside of that and have other stories being told which is why it gets so frustrating to you know see them yeah. like this. i didn't yeah. think we were going to get to this intense of a conversation <clears throat> i can like i can lighten it up a little bit do it um did you ex- i guess this isn't lightening up at all because <laughs> there's a child dying did you <laughs> did you expect uh luceris to die to get fucking I've read the book, so I saw so I yeah. he was going to. Like, I, 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 I hear you. But when I, when I saw the, um, when I saw the shots of the two dragons around like storms, uh, storms end in the preview for episode ten, I was like, yeah. "Ooh, I know what they're doing." With I, I know what event is happening in this episode. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, well, I was just gonna say, um, my favorite part of this entire, I think, this entire show, was the close up on. Amon's face after Vagar <laughs> yes, yes. had decimated had broken containment yeah. Vi- what's his name what's a what's Virax I, I, I think so I honestly forget at this point because... um and Lucerus and just like Amon's face was oh, just being like no. oh no <laughs> and I love all the memes where it's like the toddler walking into like hey mom <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the- Something yeah, happened. You could just you could just see him like contemplating, like, "Oh man, mom's gonna be pissed." Mom's like, pissed. <laughs> do I say that I lost control of my dragon? Yeah. Or do I say that I purposefully killed my cousin? Or do I say that he attacked me first? And but like, but like, but with you like can a, tell with a like a tiny, fucking like tiny. But you can but you can also tell from the from from the dialogue uh, that that um a Jaceris was or sorry uh, Luceris was um not goading the dragon to attacking he was very clearly saying no obey me and then because amon didn't want vagar to attack he was very clearly knew that this was not a thing that like yeah. oh yeah he's attacking uh, me and he's endangering my my very life or anything like that so yeah i think that was uh a <laughs> i i think that well, was but, but also, I, say, like... hold on, I do want to say real real quick um i really really liked that they made the dragons themselves the instigators of this war because yes. one of the themes of this show and and you can argue whether or not you like the themes i personally do but i but i understand that people don't one of the themes was about like dragons being this force that's kind of beyond the power of men that they can't mm-hmm. really control properly. And Martin is a hippie ass dude, and, he, and this <laughs> is very clearly like a nuclear war analogy to a degree. Yeah. So the idea is that if nu- if you know dragons are nukes, that like they kind of get a little out of pocket and they and they do things that you wouldn't expect. Like really, really does make sense and makes thematic sense for his own work as well. Yeah. I really did like that touch. I thought it was very smart. I just can't get over the fucking gobble neck. <laughs> I really can't. The, tur- the tur- turkey thing does it. I just, it just looks like a ball sack. I mean, that's, 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 that's... just like a, like a, you know. See, see now, see now, you sound like <laughs> what? 
What Andy? Like you're, like you're, what gar- Andy? Like you're gargling said ball sack as you make those noises. No, it was just Listerine. All right, well, fair. I, before before we before we break this, I do want to ask you um, if you had to choose like a particular. It doesn't have to be a moment, like, uh, like confined to a particular scene. It could be a theme. It could be a. It could be a scene. It could be an exchange between characters. It could be a character in particular. Like, what was something that really stood out to you in this season? Like, what was something that you really enjoyed that? Um, isn't necessarily part of the biggest plot points or whatever, but was something that you were like, you guys got this fucking right. Like, you know, whole whole, whole cloth. Damon singing High Valerian too. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's what you're going with? Um, no. What do I think my favorite scene was? Mm. I'm saying not, not not even favorite scene. It could be a random thing. It could be it could be costuming. It could it it, it could be it could be a shot that was mm. done or something like that. Like I'm just gonna say, like for me uh, personally, I, I know what know. it was. I know what it oh, is. Oh yeah, it's, then then go. Yeah, it's when uh, who was Damon's first wife? Oh oh, the scene in the veil. His his bronze bitch. No 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 oh, no. Oh no, no. okay. Um the the the, the Valerian. Valerian, yeah, second yes. wife. Sorry, I forget. I forget her name. Sorry. When but she yes. was gonna die, she her baby was breech, and she was yeah. begging Vagar to set her yeah. on fire. Yeah. Okay. That I think to me was like one of the most like intense scenes. Was that like an agency thing that you liked it so much, or like or was it just like the emotion of the scene? Like I, I liked know. it that one she chose what was happening. Uh-huh. Uh two that it was just like insanely sad. Like regard yeah. like it was just she knew that she was going to die. And I did love how Damon was offered like the choice of we can cut it out of her and like she dies or mm-hmm. they both die and he yeah. didn't make the choice. And exactly. So she, and so yeah. she did. Yes. Um I did like that too. I really liked and I just like loved looking at Vagar. As being like, I don't want to fucking do this, but he, yeah. she still listened to her, yep. and then like seeing how broken Vagar was mm. without a writer, I thought that that that's whole, a very good call. Yeah, I think that that whole like sequence of scenes, uh-huh. and then I think that ultimately Vagar choosing Amon to be a writer was like, I mean, some like tolerating someone yes yeah. it seemed which is why which is why aim can't really control vagar yeah yeah i would agree with that yeah what's yours it better be better um, than that. <laughs> uh one thing really quick um this isn't like my favorite i just think it was what uh, this is something i did like um was uh the lara strong reveal in, in episode six the uh, mm. him killing his own father and brother as like and, and just the horror on Allison's face of yes. like what have you done what have I done as well I thought yeah. it was, I, I thought it was a, a I really never good... asked you to murder them and he yeah. was like but you did yeah yes exactly because he, he he's making her kind of complicit in his crimes by like you know but by set by, by 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 making him a dutiful like agent of the queen and whatnot too I think that was I think it was smartly feet. done yeah. Oh. <laughs> when he was, when she, when she pulls the, pulls them things out, and it was just uh, sitting them on the bench, and he, and and uh, Brooke had gotten up to go to the bathroom, and I, I'm not positive this is the exact way it played out between us, but um, uh, I was like, oh god, he's like jerking it, and she's like, ah, ah, ah. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> he's really, he's really doing okay. It. My question for you: Do you think he's packing? 
got a club dick. I think I think he has like a mini corn dog. Yeah, I could. I I think I think it's a matter of extremes, right? I think it's either all or nothing as far as 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 far as that dude goes. I think small. I think that you're probably right, but I think, uh, but but I think that it's not so clear from all of it because because of his other um, impediments that uh, he uh, that that might not be an extra one to add on. Um, his hair is too thin and stringy. Oh yeah, that's a good it's point, too thin. Actually. He it's too thin. It's too stringy. It's greasy, and it's at a weird length. He has a small dick. I don't base, care. Like the basis for the used. Same person. <laughs> Um, my actual answer to this is, um, I loved Viserys in episode three on the boar hunt. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> he's, he's so, like, again, this is going back to my love of, of Patty Constantine in general. Like, it is wild to me that one of the two Andes from Hot Fuzz is the fucking king of this yeah. show. Um, but like, I, I love that episode in particular and him just getting like, him just getting hammered because he's frustrated and upset and and like feels powerless and blah blah. blah. He pulls it off so well as an yeah. actor that it, it's one of my, it's one of my favorite. Like uh, again, like I don't I don't love Viserys as a character because he's just so wishy washy and yeah. weak. But like, but Patty Constantine gives him this like well meaning aura to him that like that 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 really just kind of drive it home. For I me. also loved that he didn't audition. Like he was <clears throat> at, like they made this role oh, really? for I him. I didn't know that. That's oh great. yeah, they like pictured him there so he didn't mm-hmm. have to they did a um uh interview with him and matt whoever smith. played yeah, yeah matt smith of course um and, white dude name yeah and matt was like you should ask this guy he didn't even have to fucking audition <laughs> and patty was like yeah like they actually just called me and asked if i was interested because like they pictured me playing the king That's so like that is something that the like, i tr- i was yeah. like oh shit fucking hit yeah, that was that and that, that, that died. That... <laughs> <laughs> he became the crypt keeper first, but yes. And then he fucking died. And now he's just a sad, sad man. Dead man. Well 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 terror do you uh, last thing before we before we go then. La- do you last ha- thing. Do you have uh hopes for the next season? Like are you are do you do you think it's gonna be in a good place or are you kinda like, eh, we'll see what or I'll watch it, but I'm not like I the cliffhanger to me wasn't enough to get me like, oh my god, I can't wait to wait two years. Sure, sure. Oh, was it two years? Okay. I mean I don't fucking know, but I'm assuming. Okay, yeah. I would I mean, unless they I mean they took so much fucking time that maybe they filmed like two seasons in one, but I, yeah. I I I will watch it. I will watch yeah. it, and of course I will like watch it consistently. I yeah. don't know. I don't. I think my expectations going into it are going to be a little bit lower. I think that's fair. Yeah. What about you? Um, kind of the same to be honest. Like I think that um, a lot of the time because like so much of this season was build. Like mm. e- even as you were getting to the last two episodes, it's so much build. Um, I'm wondering. I'm wondering if the not even the quality. Like, I just wonder if the the writing is going to get more um, nuanced, like, snappy, and tight as it gets like downhill. You know what I mean? If they as they're finally get to have action happens and the plot really drives so much of it, as opposed yeah. to like the side conversations and, and things like that. I wonder if that is going to um, change 
not the quality of the writing exactly, but just the uh, the the um, the direction of the show. Like if being if being downhill, if having all the action, if having the plot really drive things, um, makes it a little more uh, like week to week palatable. But mm. I don't know. We'll see. Nobody knows. We'll never uh, talk about Game of Thrones ever again. Yeah, uh, not even George Martin. George R. R. Fuck. George R. R. Martin. 